Jason Bristol, Jeremy Booth, former Major League Scout, and of course, Matt Musil. We are here at Minute Maid as the festivities are starting to wind down with the players and the families celebrating an American League Division Series. Still some more cigar smoke yeah. in, mm-hmm. in the air. No drinks allowed, though, on the uh, field. We noticed that. As soon as guys came out of the dugout, the cups, they had to stay. No cups allowed. Jeremy? Yeah. We, uh, we targeted three things that the Astros needed to do in Game 5, and the Astros did each and every one of them, starting with dominate from the first inning. Yeah, when you dominate from the first inning, you set the tone. In a series that's been such a fight like this one has for five games, have Garrett Cole come out and from the first pitch show he's feeling what he has in his arsenal, right? Um, has a good top of the half of the first inning, does what he needs to do, electrifies the crowd, which is, which is huge, right? Home field advantage. And then we get to the bottom of the first, and it's 4 nothing before we could blink, right? So that is dom- that's the essence of dominating the first inning. And that's what the Astros needed, Matty. No doubt about it. I said uh, going in, the top of the order had to come through, get some offense going, and boy, they did. I love their approach. They weren't swinging for the fence. They're going up against a power pitcher. Yeah. They were finding the gaps, get some runs on the board, get something building. George Springer said just a few moments ago, he said, look, we know if we just got a few runs, Garrett Cole is on our side. Yeah, no, no doubt. When we have a team full of all-stars, you know, it's easy to <laughs> – MVP candidates year in and year out. It's easy to kind of forget how good these guys can be. You take them for granted. I mean, everywhere you look with this Astros club, George Springer, Jose, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman maybe gets his first MVP this year. Two Cy Young candidates, right? Carlos Correa, who somehow we can forget about Carlos Correa and all this group. Um, but when George Springer plays – they're a different club, right? It's important for him to be in the lineup and to do what he can do. Uh, he can impact the game in so many different ways. Uh, offensively, first, uh, good swing, first to bat, hard hit, hard contacts in the field, line drive, and we're off and running. Michael Brantley next to bat, line drive the other way, and we're going. And then you have Jose Altuve, all of a sudden we're up one nothing. And then you have Alex Bregman, it's a double and a gap, and it's 3 nothing. And then you get to Yuli Gurriel, it's 4 nothing. Um that's kind of how you draw it up. Right? Yep. So that's kind of Definitely. how you draw it up to get it out of the way. George Springer, I continue to, I continue to be impressed by how, how good he is. You know, I was I was watching. He walks up to the plate. His batting average is below 200 for you know for the postseason. And I'm thinking, you know, the casual fan does not realize what this guy can do. Yeah, be. Right. he's a former World Series MVP. Yeah. This guy is a terror. At any moment, he could go off. Hey, look, it's Garrett Cole, the hero of the night. Congratulations. What a night. Buddy. Thank you very much. Wow. You were ready to go back out to the ninth, weren't you? Yeah. Tell me what that was like to shut those guys down like you did in such a pressure situation. I mean, it just felt good to step up for the team. We've been battling all series, and um, we needed to make some big plays in some big situations and get some big hits, and we did. It was huge, yeah. I mean, I mean, to jump on glass now was big. Um, gave us a little bit of cushion, gave us a little bit of area to breathe and kind of get creative, um, prepared us to go deep in the game. Um, you know, the, the offense came out swinging, and, I mean, they were so tough all series. I did. The bullpenning is just, you know, right when you feel like you get some momentum, they bring in somebody else, and you got to prepare for a different look. I mean, it's not easy. Probably going to face some of the same thing in the next series. So it was good to prepare for that, and, I mean, it was good, really, honestly, I mean, now that we've won it, it was good to get hit in the mouth twice. I know you've been a Yankee. It's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. I, there's nothing better than a champagne shower. What's that? What's that? On the field, it looked like he was saluting the fans. Yeah, it, 
like I like I alluded to the last time, I mean, they, they came out in big numbers all year for us. They were locked in from pitch one tonight. I thought it inspired the offense. I thought it inspired the defense. And um, I mean, it's just it's so much fun to compete in front of them. All right, the celebration is going on in the clubhouse for the Astros. Garrett Cole, the man of the hour, back to you guys. Before this series started, I had proposed the question, Rays or A's? And Jeremy Booth, Jeremy Booth said, give me the A's all day long. And we saw why you were so worried about the Rays. You picked them to win the American League East. I did. The Rays have an answer for everything. They have an answer for everything. They, they, can, they can open a game. They can throw nine relievers at you. They can go ahead and give you four starters that can pitch to the front of a rotation any, on any other club. They can drive the ball to the ballpark. They make consistent contact. They execute defensively. They can steal bases. They can do what they want to do. And if I got a team like the Astros with that many MVP candidates, I want to see a team like Oakland that I can – I know. I know Oakland. Yeah. I've walked through them a little bit. I, I'm familiar. I don't want to go play a team I'm three and four against that matches up with me well that has one of my former brothers, Charlie Morton, on the other side, that has kind of emotion that's, that really yep. is playing ahead of what everybody else is giving them credit to do, right? So, so for, for this, this series, and it's part of the reason why the celebration has gone kind of as long as it has for ALDS, right? There's two more rounds to go here. The job is nowhere near finished. Um, it's, it's, it, it represents how hard this was. Exactly. Two, two games here. We're up 2-0. We go to Tampa Bay. It's 2-2 before you can blink, right? And now they, they walk out of here with uh, going to the LCS. All the guys in the clubhouse were saying the exact same thing. Hey, they took us to the limit. This mm-hmm. is good for us going forward. Now, of course, we are, on Sports Extra, we were picking who do you want to go against. I want to go against the A's. Yeah. And uh, I said the A's, too, I think. I think most of us yeah. said the A's because we were concerned about the Rays. But let's talk about JB, you and I are standing here Thursday. Yeah. And we're saying, well, what do you think about this series ahead? We're like, it's going to take five. Yeah. I thought five games. I thought that the home team would win each game, especially when you consider how poorly the Astros have played in the recent history at the Trop. It has. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, it's really hard to play there during the regular season because no one's there. And then flip the script it's hard to play there because it's a pretty loud building yeah, they've yeah. never they've never witnessed that before remember they played the rangers at least in a while in a while yeah, yeah. Uh, yes exactly yeah they played they had to play the rangers there that weird series mm-hmm. and they were horrible playing against the rangers right, right, in that right, play right. they don't play well there just tampa, tampa though i mean eric neander bobby had uh, you know i mean it's oh just, heck of a job yeah just the front off, it's been a little bit of a it's an excellent culture over there right those guys what they do with their players how they prepare uh, how they evaluate how they scout you know bobby heck he was in, in the ballpark tonight and unique for bobby was watching a team that he helped build the houston astros right and a team he's helped build in tampa bay square off um says a lot about bobby first and foremost but that tells you the cycle players are on both sides and, and, and playing tampa might be tough with no fans they come to play every pitch. They don't quit. Hey, look, Carlos Correa, yeah, he was getting it done. Wow. The defense again tonight, man. You're 100% healthy. Oh, it looks like it, right? I feel great. I feel great. My back my back feels really good. Um, you know, we got to play defense, and those guys are dealing out there. You know, Justin, Cole, Greenkey, anybody that's out there, you know, I want to be locked in every single pitch, every single swing. Um, 
just just gotta you just gotta do it for the team. You guys had so much confidence with Garrett taking the mound tonight, but man, he stepped up big time. Oh my gosh! I mean, we we, we came here with a lot of confidence, really knowing that he was on the mound, and uh, he didn't disappoint. Man, he was great. He was perfect. Uh, he gave us a chance to win the game. You're healthy. This team's headed back to the ALCS for the third year in a row, man. Absolutely. It never gets old. You gotta enjoy these moments. It's special. Uh, it's not easy to do, obviously, so that's why you gotta appreciate it even more. Uh, and we're ready to go face the Yankees. I feel like everybody wants to watch this series. All right. We'll let you get back to the party. Thank you. Carlos Correa, star shortstop of the Astros. I have a big question uh, to ask Jeremy. Okay. Do the Astros actually stack up better against the Yankees than they do against the Rays? Or possibly because of the way the Rays go about things. So uh, let me let me be clear about about this part about the Astros. It's funny I talked to Chris Gross, the scouting director tonight, uh, with the Astros and, and caught up with him a little bit. You know, the the Astros' worst enemy is the Astros, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm not if I'm them. I'm I not think you really, said that actually. I, I, before, I'm not yeah. really worried about who they're playing. I hate to say it that way. Um, I would think they match it better with the Yankees for a few reasons. I'm less concerned about the Yankees. I thought this was going to be their toughest fight. But that said, these guys got Zach Greinke rolling out on game one now, most likely, right? Yep. They got Verlander back on two, and they got Cole game one in New York. Um, and then we don't know. And so so for, for me, uh, while AJ has done an excellent job, you know, with, with, with the clubhouse culture and with, with how he's getting the best out of who these guys really are and letting them be themselves in the team environment, the Astros, no matter who they play, have to worry about taking care of business. And real, for me, that's on the mound. It's a historic lineup. After Granke, uh, Granke, Cole, and Verlander, I don't know what we got. Well, after Cole and Verlander at this point, I, I think there's some questions. That's after true. those two, um, you said that Zach Granke to you was going to be the most important player in the postseason, and I think that proved to be correct after what happened in Game 3. You know, when, we talk, when he made the trade, they made the trade at the deadline, right? We talked about uh, Jeff Luno and the Astros won, won the day, and they did. They won the day. They immediately became the AL favorite, and they immediately become the World Series favorite, yeah. should they get that far. However, that's why we play the games. Yep. And if, you, if anybody's paying attention, if anybody in baseball, anybody in, in what we do on any side of this game had the Nationals and the Cardinals in the next round, I want to talk to you right now because we're going to go somewhere we're going to make some money. Yeah. Um, but at the, end, at the end of the day, that's why you play baseball because these teams aren't here if they're that's not it. any good, right? They're all talented. Uh, you can't take anybody lightly. I, I think that looking back at the last 12 months, the Astros won't just be judged on winning the World Series. They'll be judged a little bit on the ease of how they got that far. Uh, they don't have two weapons. They have three, actually. They have Lance McCullers. He's still injured, right? Yep. They don't have Charlie Morton. He's pitching for Tampa. They don't have Dallas Keuchel. He just got eliminated with Atlanta. So Zach Greinke for them is that piece. Yep. He's that guy that plugs in for three arms they don't have, and they're going to have to get that done with him. It's not Urquidy. It could be. It could, be. could hey, be. Here's the thing about Greinke. I think it's good that he starts here at home. Yeah, no, I would agree Rather with that. In, in I would agree with that. I think that's that's a really good thing for him. Yeah, I don't I don't know if New York's uh, and hey, look, he's he's such a cerebral guy. You know, he's been that way since he signed. He's yep. he's very analytical in what he does in all things, whether it's it's baseball or player evaluation or or, or, or life. He's just kind of that been that guy, right? So um, pitching at home with with a with a with a fan base that's going to support him yep. is different than pitching Yankee Stadium. There's an old expression from the uh, movie For Love of the Game. I can always tell when I'm in New York. Right, so um, you know it's going to be better for him to be here when, yeah. he's, when he's got some love. I agree. I think that the Rays' pitching staff compared to the Yankees' pitching staff is much better. But that lineup that the Yankees bring, that offense, they they just bring it and bring it 
and bring it. That's a big concern if they get hot with those bats. It's a dangerous lineup. It's always been a dangerous lineup. It was a dangerous lineup last year. It's a better lineup this year. It's, it's more yep. consistent and guys are a little bit older. Um, I think they were ahead of schedule, maybe a little last year, maybe a little, and, and this year they're they're on time, as I would say. Um, I You know what? You still got Colin Verlander. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have to get them twice in seven games, right? The concern for me was five. I don't. I'm not gonna anoint anybody. I'm not gonna say. None of us want to say that the Astros gonna walk through. That's not gonna happen. It's no, gonna not in New York. It's, it's gonna be a fight. But you still got Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole. Even if Granky doesn't, isn't the exact Granky we expect that he's here to be. If he's not that guy the first time around, you've got Garrett Cole and you've got Justin Verlander in games two and three. However that stacks up, and you're gonna get them again here. Yep. In game six and seven is the way that's, that looks. Sorry, I was laughing that's because we thing. had some we had some Astros, little Astros fans, uh, kind of going between us and um, yeah, I and was the Ryan, camera. Brandon Crawford. Yes, Brandon I was. Crawford, he was not the oh, he was not the little Astros no, fan, no, no, but yes. Brandon Crawford, the giant shortstop, Garrett Cole's brother-in-law is, yes. is here. Oh, I got you. He was on kid duty. He was on kid duty. I was laughing at Steve Sparks over here. He was laying down in the grass taking. Post- was he really? <laughs> Sparky. That's funny. <laughs> yes, that, he's a funny guy. Hey guys, look, Michael Brantley hit the big bomb tonight. Wow, what a performance by your starting pitcher. Garrett came came through with flying colors and put it on the line for you. And he came. He was just big time tonight. Yeah, I mean he's been doing it all year. He's a special pitcher. Uh, to go out there as an offense and give him four runs early. Uh, but give him more confidence to attack his own than he already does. Uh, you know, that was special. And uh, he's been doing it for us all year, like I said before. So, uh, he's a special pitcher. I'm glad he's on our side. <laughs> I was saying going into the game, boy, the top of the lineup's going to have to get something going. What you guys did from the get-go. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always nice to come out and score early. And then, uh, you know, they kind of shut us down for a while. I mean, we have a lot of respect for the Rays and, you know, the pitching staff and their players over there. And uh, we knew it was going to be a hard-fought battle. When you hit it out, it's like, okay, the Rays, the wind just sucked out of their dugout. Yeah, it just, and that extra insurance running the postseason is huge anytime. I don't care. You know, if it's one, two runs, um, you know, the team did a great job tonight of just scoring and, you know, relying on one another. And then Altuve, you know, hit, a, hit another home run uh, with another special player. Uh, it's a team effort all the way around. Head it to the ALCS. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's why you work so hard. Uh, we're going to celebrate tonight. We're going to prepare tomorrow and be ready to play again on Saturday. My congratulations. Great job. We will see everybody back Saturday, Sunday. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? And then Jeremy and I will be in New York, so we'll have coverage starting Monday. Tuesday, starting Monday, Monday, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday if necessary. Yes. And then, of course, game six and seven back here at Minute Maid Saturday and Sunday, which... Woo-wee. If you get if you get that far again, assuming it's Granky Verlander and Cole one two three, um, we don't know who's four yet. No, you got Granky in five, so he's gonna get a start in New York, and then you've got Verlander and Cole six and seven here. That lines up really well. Yeah, so you know I think that was kind of a worry, right, with Verlander pitching on short rest and then Cole. So I think some of us were thinking, ooh, this is kind of messed up the rotation a little bit, but. Maybe not, right? You know, Justin Verlander and A.J. Hinch at this point have, have earned the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Like, they've earned the ability to make that decision. If, if the reports are true and, and Justin went in there and said, I want the ball, you don't look a guy in the, in the eye of Justin yeah. Verlander and say, no, you're not getting the ball. Like, you're going to get the ball and try to close it out. And, and that's a credit to A.J. as a manager, who, by the way, with whatever happened in Arizona before he got here, has done an exceptional job with this club since he arrived in Houston. 
Um, and that's part of learning on the job, right? He's, he's he played, he's been in the front office, he's done pro scouting, he was a manager, and, and he's able to tap into all those things with a club full of all-stars, which isn't easy to manage. So that's not easy to do. Yeah. It's not a bunch of kids, it's not a bunch of aging veterans. It's a bunch of guys in their prime who all have found the ability to not worry about uh, who's getting what out of this situation. That's credit to AJ. Isn't that amazing? And here's the other thing. Garrett Cole has looked to, Ju- to Justin Verlander. All right, Justin Verlander, a spectator tonight, but a big cheerleader. Let's see what he's saying. These guys are an incredible ball club. And uh, I mean, they, they give anybody fits. There's a reason they won 95, 96 games um, in a tough division. Um, they proposed a hell of a challenge, but when it comes down to it, you know, we were able to win here at home. And then tonight, Garrett was able to put, the, put us on his back. Uh, and I mean, it's a hell of a feeling. I, mean, I, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow to see how he feels. You know, I, it sinks in later. It's a, he did he did such an incredible job. And our boys, I mean, our boys battling early in the game, putting up four runs. I mean, it, it opens up a whole window of uh, aggressiveness for the starting pitcher. But, uh, you know, it's really a team a team win tonight, but I can't stress enough how, how well the job Garrett did. You mentioned that for the division. So what we got? 2017. You did so well at home against the Yankees. What is it, and you did the same thing here in this series, what is it about this place that makes you so tough at home, besides talent? You know, I think it's a little bit of a different ballpark. Yeah. It's a different aesthetic for visiting teams. The crowd is incredible in the playoffs, and we're comfortable here, you know? Um, Much like Yankee Stadium, they're comfortable there. You know, it's... uh, Home field advantage is one of those funny things that you can't really quantify, but it, it truly exists. And, uh, you know, we, we, we are supremely confident in any ballpark, but when we come home, man, it's uh, game on. Sandy Garrett has said you. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been brewing. I mean, we heard about it from the first series we played each other. Um, you know, here's a, here's a ALCS preview. Um, I mean, it worked out, but you obviously, after this series, you obviously can't script anything. Um, happy we were able to come out on top. <laughs> Haven't even really had the chance to even look forward or uh, do any due diligence on the Yankees yet. Um, but, uh, I mean, they're a hell of a, hell of a ball club. This is two uh, incredible powerhouse teams. Um, we'll find ourselves in the middle of the ring here in a couple of days, and uh, we'll be going at it. I mean, almost everything. I mean, I know that sounds odd, but I didn't realize. I mean, you know, some, I think the, the stamp of like being an incredible ball player is when your peers, and this happened with Miguel Cabrera when he, he was in his prime in Detroit when I was playing with him. When your peers come to the ball club and haven't been playing with you, and almost immediately after like a week or two, realize how special they are and from afar you knew they were special but then in the moment after watching them play every single day you realize how special they truly are and that's Altuve I mean he beats you in every facet of the game he beats you with his legs he beats you with his arm he beats you with his contact he can get the guy over when he needs to and he can hit the long ball I mean he's got range at second base it's unbelievable I mean he does everything extremely well and when you put it all together and you add in that clutch gene that he's got 
mean, it makes, it makes Jose Altuve. And JV, Garrett has looked to you since day one, since he walked in this clubhouse. How proud are you of what he did out there again tonight in the clutch? I mean, I'm not proud. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for Garrett. Uh, I've seen all the work that he's done behind the scenes. From all the conversations that we've had since his first time coming over to the Houston Astros, um, to his constant quest to want to become a better pitcher and, and truly fulfill himself, uh, his, his thirst to be one of the best in the game. And uh, I mean, literally every aspect of his game, uh, not just talking pitching, but I mean, mound presence, all of it, like watching him do that has been such an incredible transformation um, and uh, I mean tonight I hope the world was able to see I know the world was able to see how special he is you've been here three seasons three ALCS series what three seasons and three ALCS series for you well keep it rolling and here's the other thing Garrett Cole has looked to, Ju to Justin Verlander he's looked to JV from day one yeah and no one was happier tonight the Verlander. Oh, <laughs> I'm like sure. Cheerleader down there in the dugout, and afterwards he was just beaming, just amazed. He said, "You don't understand. Yes, we lock her together and we've talked, but he said you don't understand how much work this guy does." And afterwards he was just beaming, just amazed. He said, "You don't understand. Yes, we lock her together and we've talked, but he said you don't understand how much work this guy does all the time. He's constantly working, trying to get better, better, better." He said, "It makes us better." Yeah. Makes me better. Makes everyone better. And that, that's, boy, that's the best situation. Well, you know, the, the comp on Garrett Cole in high school and in college was Justin Verlander. And that's, that's the comp, right? Um, why? It's a similar package of stuff. And when they acquired him, one of the things that we said back then, we all said on Sports Extra and, and we said in the podcast, we said, if I'm Garrett Cole, I'm gluing myself to Justin Verlander. I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy. So that relationship speaks to the professionalism of, of both those guys and, yeah. and, and Garrett Cole's understanding, which is unique. With a guy with that type of stuff, understanding of his his place in history and place on this club, and, and emerging into into his time at the right time. That's a lot of guys try to force it. He hasn't. Yeah. Well, should we wrap it up? Let's do it. All righty. So that's the story from here at Minute Maid, where the hardest working members, some of the hardest working members of the organization, oh, the no grounds doubt. crew, no doubt, putting a wrap on this one as the Astros are now heading to the American League Championship Series to face the New York Yankees. So for Matt Musil, Jeremy Booth, I'm Jason Bristol. We'll talk to you next time on KHOU 11.